0: Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Okay, round 2. Name something that's not boring.
1: A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh?
0: Ah, <sighs> oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No by Law apply. website for details. Let's do it.
1: Welcome to the Athletic NBA show Monday through on the Athletic Podcast Network.
2: Man, if I'm about to fit that in my suitcase, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you, did you ever were you remember that year the finals the dudes got the uh truck robbed? Uh, uh-uh. uh when was that? Which year was uh, that? Might have been The T Yeah, I think it was like 15, 16 Oh,
3: dude, no, they were they were it was the NBA they got the shit out the out the out the car in front of the the soul food joint, right?
2: No, they were at they were sitting at Panda Express eating while people. Right, were that's what, yeah, that's what was yeah.
3: <laughs> got boosted while they, they were eating.
2: In their, in their eating <laughs> general, shot. We got hit in Oakland. Me and Amin. It was at um, the live show. Remember, Marcus? Oh, y'all got hit that time? Yeah. yeah. You better watch out out here. <laughs> and I, I was I was smart enough because I had my computer. I brought it inside to the place. So I'm like, Amin left his iPad and some oh, other yeah. stuff. They,
3: oh, when you see that, it's on, man. Shit. We got hit. That's a heck of funny. So they took all that. their shit. Bro, they, they emptied took, out the entire they, truck. Like They had like, this was A-Rod much, and them, right? When did A-Rod yeah, and them yeah, do yeah. the baseball game? How much game? money yeah. was
2: that? I mean, this ain't no little regular one wonder- before. Right. Oh, this is <laughs> like,
3: like a, a baseball. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, like Bro, a uh, hundred thousand dollars worth of stuff. Oh yeah. Dude, God. they had camera equipment and shit in there. They had all kinds of shit in there. Wow. And they just took
2: all that shit. They went and had lunch by the Coliseum. It was in there chilling in East Oakland. thought it was safe. Damn. They came in straight to an empty van. That was right. the were like, like what was y'all doing? We <laughs> were eating lunch. Like, hold on, you stayed there and ate? Like, That's literally a Walmart you. across the street. Like, uh, does that tell you all you need to know? <laughs> <laughs> they were chilling. I don't know man. where they thought
3: they were. Oh, no, yeah. They were just, oh, no, let's have some more. No, oh, let's have There he is. What's up, fellas? Uh, hey, what's up, Gary? How you doing? What's up, man? How you doing, man? We're okay. Thanks for doing this, man. Up? Thanks for having me,
1: guys. Thanks for having me.
3: Of course, of course. Now look, I told Marcus, so we gotta start we gotta start with K D and, and the
1: ashiness, man, but you know
3: <laughs> I know you're gonna
1: buy <laughs> I, I just seen that this morning too. Did you just <laughs> we got we got the same problem with wigs? We, right? We, we, is, we is that right. No. So it is what it is. Tell, we, tell
2: Wigs, don't let that photo get out.
1: Don't right, ready right. to get out. <laughs> to him and Wigs don't
3: care. Damn. At
2: all.
0: At all. All
3: right, so let's let's get into it. Let's do, Let me know, what, Jay. Let me know when we're ready, man. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, you're all set, Marcus. You're good, right? Yeah, I'm good. I'm recording. All right, go ahead.
3: Let's bring Da into the conversation here. Welcome to Who comma Is
0: as Jason on the Athletic Podcast Network. I turned it on and I heard Shaq with the barbs like the Bolson and brackadoshi I was transported right back into it. I was like, oh,
2: this is great. <laughs> I think I rap better than shit. David, this David
0: Aldridge. Aldridge. Oh, he's totally playing him. Yes.
3: <laughs> yes. And then yeah. he had their lungs out in front of everybody on TV. Michael was not your friend. It was popping in there. And Marcus
2: Thompson. I just can't get with this idea of taking one hour of content yep. and finding the morsel that might pop and blowing at
1: him. Hoops and Jason? Jason. Welcome to Hoops. Five, four. We have ignition.
3: The is... It's another edition of Hoops and Jason on The Athletic NBA Show. David Aldridge here in D.C., Marcus out in the Bay in Oakland. Hey, In honor of Black Friday and Cyber Monday, you can get all The Athletic's great writing for just $1 a month for 12 months. Go to theathletic.com forward slash NBA show before midnight on Monday, November 29th and lock in our very best price of the year just one dollar a month for 12 months for new subscribers and our special guest we're gonna bring him in right away because we got to start talking about this right away (laughs) from the golden state warriors gary payton what's up sir what's up how you guys doing thanks for having me man okay so look i told marcus we got to start with kd and the ashiness man Hey, man, can I
2: defend my brother first off? Can, defend, can I, defend your can brother. I, brother go can ahead. I defend? Like, I understand, man. It's cold as hell in Brooklyn. He's seven foot tall. Do you know how long it takes to, to lotion seven foot legs? Like, he probably didn't feel like it that day. You know what I'm saying? Man, like, that was it,
3: multiple days. That was like no, eight or nine about, days that's, that's, of non-lotioning.
2: So I guess we could begin with GP. Do you use lotion?
1: Yeah,
3: absolutely.
1: <laughs> right out the shower, you got you to gotta get course. it right. Of course. What are you we got even to. talking about? You got to. It's
3: Marcus, no, it's a no brainer. Come on, man, Marcus. When I was growing up in the seventies, if you came out looking like that, you know what you got called. You got called Arthur Ashe. Yeah, yeah, Arthur
1: <laughs> Ashe. Wow. <laughs> wow. I
3: said, "What's up, Arthur?"
1: I used to, I used to use Vaseline when I was little in Seattle, so I made sure that I, there was no extra spots and nah, just I got, got to. to. to.
2: <laughs> this this man, is a this is a sign that. It's time, Kevin Durant. It's time for Kevin Durant to get married. Ain't no good wife. <laughs> ain't no good wife letting you walk out of
3: the house, like that. The house <laughs> like that. <Exactly. laughs> just like, this is the universe <laughs> saying, KD, it's time." Go ahead, <laughs> dude. I swear to God, when I first saw the photo, I thought he was wearing one of them copper joints that they wear to like facilitate healing and shit. I was All like, right. "Oh, so that? So they got one for the legs now? You put on your?" <laughs> I thought
2: it was copper. Hey, KD got so much money, I'm taking his response, though. Like,
0: I get it. I, I'm That's, going with he your can, response. You know, he, can say that he
3: can say that to everything. I get yeah, it. Absolutely. He, I didn't see what he said. What'd he he just said, I'm going to come with the fuck y'all response, basically.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right? So, exactly. Exactly. Respectfully. Respectfully. <laughs>
3: so I can't really, you know, of course you can say that. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Or oh, I'm not. What was it? I'm not broke, or y'all broke. Said, you said, "I'm
2: gonna pull the y'all broke card in
3: a minute." Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I get mm-hmm. it. Yes, you got all the money. Yes, you're always gonna have all the money. That's good. Yeah, right?
1: It ain't gonna change the way he plays. So no, it's not. It's not. It's
2: and not. we know he don't care about. Like he doesn't care about I get that it. So, uh-huh. He is not at all worried about that stuff. am no, unbothered. I'm unbothered. just
3: saying. Okay, so you. So I'm. So. He's not the only one I understand, though, that might have some issues here.
1: Yeah, well, wig's got a couple. He got he got that problem similar. <laughs> he don't wear and he don't wear leggings, so you can really see you can see the tone that the, the color change on wigs. So we just you know wig. We just apply <laughs> the lotion over to him, and you know he makes sure he get right. See, y'all oh, take
2: care of him though. Y'all let
1: him walk out. My boy, it's
3: two tone. You're gonna call him two tone. <laughs>
1: Hey, we just
2: make sure he he can't. We don't let him lead a locker room like that, and then we straight, we good. Hey, GP, uh, can I, I think it's amazing your whole story this season. Does it hit you? You're literally on a podcast right now with David Aldrich. Oh, is this all up. a lot?
1: Shut up! <laughs> I just told somebody. I said I got a I got an interview with DA. I was like I was like this is crazy. <laughs> like this is wild. Like I watch you. Ever since I've known basketball, I just like, I've seen you just
3: like interview. I was
1: like, this oh is crazy. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> this is crazy. It's,
3: it's not crazy. Eh? I'm a, in fact, I'm going to tell you, man, when you were in D.C., and I swear to God, this is the truth. Every night, me, Fred Katz, who was the beat writer at the time for The Athletic, and our buddy Ben, who also loves basketball, follows the all the time, we would be on a group chat all the time talking about why isn't he playing? <laughs> why isn't he playing? Like, they were the, Marcus, they were the worst defensive team in the league by, like, 10,000 miles. You <laughs> know, I'm when like, the Warriors
2: signed him last year, Frank had sent me a message. <laughs> he yeah. sent me a text. He's like, yo, this dude can play. Watch,
3: no, watch was, closely. We were all, every night, we're like, it was you and Justin Robinson from Virginia Tech. We're like, why
1: aren't these two dudes playing, like, all the time? I don't understand. <laughs> like, After, when I first got there, I was, I was starting for a cool minute with me and I.T., it was me, it, and yeah. then after the trade, they, uh, it left, and then I was just out the rotation. I was just like, I don't, I don't understand. Dude, that was crazy. It was crazy. So believe me when I tell you,
3: I've been following you for a minute. So we, <laughs> I, appreciate we you you. Know. I appreciate you. Appreciate <laughs> you, man, the 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 role has to be like just like dropped from heaven for you. Just being on a squad where the spacing is immaculate. And you got like an all-universe
1: defensive guy in the back orchestrating everything. It's got to be perfect for you. It makes my job. I just tell somebody like, I really like, I don't do a lot. And they look like I do a lot, but it's just like, it's real simple. Like everybody plays their role and everybody on this team is so gifted offensively. Like you said, spread the floor. And we got Andre and Draymond out there, you know, orchestrating the defense and and leading us. And 30's been playing amazing on both ways. And he's been getting in the passing lane. Jordan Poole's been doing the same. And, you know, you've got Juan, Scott, we got so many guys that's locked in defensively. uh, It makes everything on the offensive and just easy. And I can be myself, cut, do what I got to do, play the dunker, you know, just hit open shots when they present us, though.
2: Yo, I would literally, I literally would hate playing against you. Like, I had a little, when I was coming up, I had a little cousin. Like, I, you know how them people think they have handles? He was the one reminding me I didn't have handles, right? So I used to be like, man, I can't. But he was held a little bit fast. He used to always think, I just hated it. Like, what does that feel like at half court against supreme, elite ball handlers to take their draws? Because I show would be turning around and throwing the ball back like, hey, I, I took your cookies. Like, what is that like?
1: You know, I'm just being myself, man. Uh, Just be aggressive and make it uncomfortable for guys. Um, This league is as carried over where, you know, you can't really touch offensive guys. So, you know, they're used to not getting touched and being uncomfortable. And I just try to, you know, cause that havoc and make that feel that uncomfortableness.
2: So Hey da da. There was yeah. one play against Zach yeah. Levine, and then you know yeah. they showed they slowed it down to show the replay. I was rewatching the game, and he got Zach Levine at half court. Zach Levine's face was like, ah, oh. like, <laughs> dang. <laughs> I was.
3: I was going to ask you because Anthony Slater broke down a couple of play, defensive sets that y'all had, and when you ran in, in Brooklyn, when you ran the triangle and two on him last week. And you were picking Harden up full court. I just wonder what, like, was he looking at you like,
1: oh, really? Like, you know. Like, no, yeah, yeah, it was, it was beard. He know. He know that I'll spend a little time with him in Houston. He know I'm a, I'm going to be full. I'm going to touch you. I'm going to make it un- uncomfortable. And the best thing I think you can do is just get get off the ball. Just have somebody else bring Dude, it the ball. he was 40
3: feet. He was 40 feet from the back from the ball. <laughs>
1: like, he wasn't now, even in the play. They see me coming. They just be like, oh, my God. <laughs> but I, I guess that's a, I guess that's a good thing, you know, just get off it and, you know, I can do what I need to do. Man. So so
3: your story is a, is a great one. First, of all, I wanted to ask you, how long were you in
1: Seattle before y'all moved? Um, I was born there until uh, the Ray Allen trade. I want to say that was oh, two. OK, so okay. you got traded for Ray Allen. To I think that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. I mean, do you have any memories of it? Because that's like, that's like NBA writers' favorite city of all time is Seattle.
1: Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, we love you, Seattle. It's going to practice, um, interacting with guys like uh, KG, uh, Allen Iverson, Vince Carter, pregame and stuff like that. And uh, The 96 uh, finals with Mike, um, you know, it's just, you know, Vent Breaker, Sean Kemp, you know, it's just all those memories in key arenas. That's really what I get out of Seattle is key arena.
3: Because we want the NBA back in the worst way to come back to Seattle. And just, man, the run, I mean, just the trying. guys. That, he's, he's
1: trying. He's
3: trying. My dad's
1: helping out. Know,
3: right, right, right. I know yeah. he's, he's in, involved with that. But mm-hmm. you talk to Jamal all the guys that are from Seattle, you know about the program and everything up yeah. there every summer. The love that, that guys still have for Seattle is
1: amazing to me
3: throughout the league.
1: Amazing. It's, it's amazing. And the WNBA team, the uh, Storm, they've been doing a, a heck of a job and everybody's been coming out and support them. And just to see how many, you know, people come out and support their game and now they got the cracking the the hockey team down there is just, you know, it's I think it's, you know, it's overdue. And I think, uh, you know, whatever we got to do to get a team back there, uh, let's do it.
2: What were you like as a kid running around practice? We know about Steph and them shooting against the players. Was you out there locking up dudes, locking up Nate McMillan and them?
1: Oh, yeah, you know, I was just, you know, doing what I wanted to do. I, I didn't have no rules, no no boundaries. So, you know, I took advantage of that and, and made sure I can do whatever I want. But, uh, yeah, I was just everywhere, everywhere at the time.
2: I imagine Pops, like, made sure you run the roofs, like, right? When you, when your dad
1: is the star, you can do whatever you want, huh? Yeah, absolutely. I just say, yo, my dad's a GP. They'd be like, okay, you're fine, you're fine. <laughs> but I mostly I mostly hung out with the mascot squatch. I was just trying to be a little spot for a game and I ended up being do that. So that was probably one of the biggest moments I had uh, in Seattle.
2: When did you, when did uh, your athleticism, when did you become aware? Like you were so explosive. When did that happen for you? Like middle Um, school?
1: No, probably going into my senior year, high school. Um, Seriously. Yeah. I didn't grow until like junior, senior year. So once I got a little, a little taller and then, uh, I realized that I can I can jump out the rim, I jump out the gym. I got a long arm. so um, one summer you know I was just working, working, and then next summer in the AAU I just started dunking, and then after that, um, I had I really didn't lay the ball up no more. <laughs> Did, was you uh, playing one on one to beat pops yet
2: at that point? So tell me, please tell me you dunked on on, on you know, Gary.
1: <laughs> um, we didn't really, we haven't really played like a one on one match where both of us was kind of like we can really get after it. He's always, you know, I was always smaller, you know, whatever. So he would just back me down or whatever. But so it really wasn't fair in a sense, but he... There's no way he's doing it now. No way. Well, <laughs> once you got good, he wouldn't play. Basically, no. Yeah, yeah. He knew. It. He said, "Okay, I'm done." He made the Hall of Fame, and he has nothing to prove. So I respect it. <laughs> I respect it. Man, <laughs> I want you to dunk on it one time. Just I, once. He, he knows. I know. He knows. It's good. It's all good. <laughs> Matt,
3: look, I, I wanted to ask you about that. Like, you you played at Oregon State too, mm-hmm. and I just wonder, like, what was your thought process as you decided that? Because that's a lot of. You know, you bring it
1: on a lot by going to the same school. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. absolutely. And uh, at first, I had my mindset to go to St. Mary's out here in the Bay um, and play for Coach uh, Randy Bennett. And then I took my visit to Corvallis. And, uh, you know, I, I covered
2: see, that team, right? I was covering that team. Who was playing there when you was about to go? Who? Uh, St.
1: Mary's? Yeah. Was uh, that- I think a guard named uh, Jarrett. What was Yeah. I, I, okay. Was I, yeah, yeah. Jared was there. Uh, and I think that I can't remember it, anybody else that was there. But Jared, I know Jared was there. All right. Man, I could have covered him early. Dang it. <laughs> but yeah, um, I took my about val- uh, my visit to Corvallis and just the environment. Um, see the feet of college town. Um, you know the football team and just the environment of of, of the campus and everything. And then I just said, forget it. I was going to take the challenge. You know, I know my dad was get uh, went here, and uh, you know, just try to help this program get back to the tournament in my two years, and uh, do everything I can, you know, to help the, the school and, uh, and the program get back on top. So um, decided to take it. I knew, you know, what was coming with that, with comparing me and my dad and whatnot. But uh, I just took it as a challenge and, and just went there. But, but a I, lot of people oh, don't
2: know before that you play community college ball, and looking at. How you are now? I imagine you own community college ball. Is that is that the case? Were you killing? Uh, it seems I went, unfair.
1: I went, I went to prep school before that out of high school for a year, and then uh, yeah, I went to Salt Lake Community College. Uh, prep. I mean, a uh, junior community college for two years, but uh, those two years definitely you know helped me you know uh, continue to help my game and, and build and you know just just get reps in you know to go to uh, Pac-12 Division One you know physical. Up and down, running guns. So, you know, um every stage I think has really helped tremendously. Did did you feel the altitude in Salt Lake? Uh, not really. It wasn't that bad. Okay. Uh, yeah, it wasn't that it wasn't too bad, you know. I think I think it still it helped me conditioning wise actually, you know, just to to work out and, and be down there. So uh it didn't really bother me too much.
3: I mean, I I like Salt Lake. I never had I mean a lot of people I tell you. This. <laughs> Tell you the story in '96, as a matter of fact, because I was rooting for Seattle. I ain't gonna lie. And then, and then uh, Utah got to the finals. Well, that was '97. It was the next year. And my man Greg Foster was on the Utah team.
1: Yeah,
3: <laughs> and I was like, "Damn, Greg, I don't, I ain't trying to be up in here for a week." <laughs> Greg said, "Don't sleep on Salt Lake Dan. <laughs> Don't sleep on Salt Lake. sleeper do not sleep on Salt Lake. <laughs> so it sorry. was all right. It
1: was all right. I, you it's a beautiful, beautiful scenery, mountains, everything. It's it's gorgeous. It's it's wonderful.
3: Yeah. So, so you, so you go, you do the community thing. You go to Ohio. You go. To, oh, I'm sorry, Oregon State. And then, you know, you come out and you have three stints in the G League with Rio Grande." And uh, and uh, the last one was with Coach Blair, right? That was the last one, um, who's now in Washington. And I just wonder, like, did you take, did you get something different out of each of those stints in terms of improving on something, or were you, all, or was it just kind of constant improvement each time you were there? Absolutely.
1: Um, since I touched the G in, in my my rookie year, um, it's actually the G League actually prepared me for this moment right now. You know, every time I go down there. To, to learn and to get reps and, you know, just to build and work on my craft um, just every year, you know, just trying to figure out the G League and, and see how I can dominate the G League and to prepare myself for, you know, my next opportunity, you know, when I get a call up or whatnot. But, yeah, absolutely, G League definitely prepared me for this moment right now.
2: You've, uh, you've had this such a windy road. A uh, lot of people, a lot of people would give up. <laughs> a lot of people have given up. Like why didn't you? Especially when you're not actually getting a shot. You're getting a little spot minutes here and nobody saying, I'ma give you a full shot. Why why didn't you give up?
1: Um, just I I just, you know, I hadn't already put into work, like I'dn't already went through prep school, JUCO, um, Oregon State two years, you know, it's just just I just try to stay the course, you know. Um I knew if I kept working and kept grinding, kept doing what I was doing. Um, somebody is too many teams out here for you know for somebody not to give me a chance from the start, you know, started start a season, started training camp. And uh once I, you know, once I decided, you know, once I wanted to get that opportunity, I knew I was gonna take full advantage of it and uh make sure, you know, that I had my, my presence was felt. Do
3: you do you think that being the son of a Hall of Famer helped you in terms of mental toughness? Because you you've heard every insult you've
1: heard every, especially well from been at you, since you were six, probably. Right. So absolutely. Did, did absolutely that, Yeah. And I did, yeah, I think definitely that, that started at a young age just to build that toughness and, you know, uh, don't worry about what other people are saying, you know, people, everybody, they're going to talk, people are going to say what they want to say. Um, just continue to, you know, stay in my lane and stay fo- mentally focused and just continue to work. You know, just let my let my game, you know, speak for itself. And eventually uh, it started to speak for itself.
2: Yo, and D.A. in training camp, Well, it wasn't even training camp. It was summer league. It was summer league. I think you were done. Uh, You weren't playing summer league anymore. Might have been either before the last game or afterwards. He was like, man, look, if I get invited to a camp, I'm making the league. Like I'm, a, I'm taking a roster spot. Like, said right. it off the bat. Right. It sounded like he was like, "Oh, hey, this dude's confident, right?" Right, right. The dude went and played one game, and, and is that right? And, <laughs> and, 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 and took the spot. You can't tell me. I know, I know, you wasn't born there, but you can't tell me you ain't got some Oakland in you. Come on.
1: <laughs> and my dad used to always tell me when I was uh, coming up when he when he told me that I wasn't a very good basketball player. He just he just told me to uh, you just got to be a dog and. um... It took, me a, it took me a minute you know to, to figure out what that meant and how I was going to uh, put that in my game and you know just to make that a part of me but um, you know it was just a point where it was just like I don't even it don't even matter no more like I don't care like once I get this opportunity, I'm gonna make sure that they know what I can do and know that I can help this team or a team or whatever team you know win basketball games
3: Your, your late grandfather Al. Uh, was obviously a big part of your dad's life. And I'm sure a part of your life as well. I just wonder what, speaking of. I like too. What, what, yeah. and, and, right. And yeah. what lessons you got from him, just talking to him, hearing him talk about life and everything else.
1: Yeah. Rest of the peace to Pop and uh, my grandmother, uh, AP, but no, um, he was tremendous. Um, every time we came down here to visit summers or whatever, uh, I would always want to go over there, you know, just talk to him and chat with him. He would always have basketballs on, basketball games on, you know, old old clips of my dad, old tapes of my dad, just talking about basketball and whatnot. Uh, talked about uh, when he used to coach uh, for the Rebels and everything back in the day. So, um, you know, he was a huge part. And, you know, just to have his input, you know, him with my dad. And, he know, me and my dad didn't get along when we were uh, – when I was younger, you know, and just – you know, gave me guidance with yeah. him and yeah. how to deal with that and whatnot. And he knows that, you know, like you said, people was, kids were going to talk to me, pick on me, whatever, you know, just be, just be strong, you know, and, and just continue to work and, and grind. And, you know, um, your opportunity will come. Now he, his nickname of course was, was
3: Mr. Mean, <laughs> <laughs> and but he was your grandpops. And I just wonder, grandpops love their grandsons. And I just wonder,
1: it must've been different did you want oh, any absolutely. of the meanness? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Every, it was everybody but me, everybody but me and my sister and my brother, and he was Mister to too. because as soon as he seen us or whatever, he knew it was just cool. Like, we didn't cause no trouble or man, whatever. That's cold-blooded. That's wrong, <laughs> yeah, man. You know
2: how much we got.
0: Is, I know.
1: Man, that's messed <laughs> up. Everybody, everybody seen it. Everybody knew. They seen it. It was just like, like, I don't know what to tell you, but that's on him. Like, that ain't got nothing to do with me. Like I know I know what life not to cross with so him and all blood. that, so I wouldn't even, even get close to it. But uh no, but like it is what it was. I, I love Fossil That was him. that was a scary man, yo.
2: Like yeah. he didn't even have to say anything. I mean, he just yeah, come I, to the heard, gym I, I and make a seen face. It.
1: I never thinked it personally, but I heard his stories and stuff that he used to just he used to be Mr. Mean. I was just like, I can't I can't see because 'cause I'd never seen it. So I was like, There's no way but you know, I guess that yeah. he had his name for a
2: reason. You you've come into this league at, at such an interesting time, right? And maybe maybe this was all by desire. right? This is how it's supposed to be. You come into this league with a bunch of young guards. You come into the league where finally, finally, after decades, the the, the NBA decides to give a bone to defense, right?
0: <laughs> and say, you know, you
2: can't just start flopping right? and throw us How does it feel like? How does it feel to be in this league? And you, the how you play basketball. I know you cut from a different cloth, a different era. Really, does that make you feel good about your chances in this league now that you've got you know the minutes of the shot?
1: No, oh, absolutely. Um, I think that, like I said, I just needed an uh, opportunity from the beginning of the season. You know, in um, meaningful, you know, meaningful games with meaningful minutes, and you know, just to help help a team, you know, win basketball games. And like you said, uh, hopefully the league can, continues to. Uh, keep going down this path where, you know, it gets a little bit more physical, you know, over the years, like it was back in the, back in the nineties. So if we keep going that way and, and, and be able to play basketball, um, I think it's going to be good. Uh, fans are going to, you know, enjoy the physicality and, and, the defense, you know, from teams and everybody who wants to play defense. And um, I think it's just going to make basketball better. So
3: Gary, how do you, how do you let your, 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 your talent, your voice, more importantly, come out on a team that's got all these alphas on it. You got Draymond. Steph's an alpha in a different way. I get it, but he's still an alpha. And mm-hmm. you got Draymond. You got Clay coming back, all these guys. But you have to be yourself, too, to, to be get the most out of your opportunity. So how do you kind of balance that on, on this kind of team?
1: Uh, well, just, like you said, there's a lot of alphas here, but uh, everybody on this team is very coachable. And uh, we know, like you said, we know our alphas and, and they lead us. And, you know, what I just try to do is try to echo it or, you know, whatever I can do to echo what they're saying. And, you know, also just give in my, you know, two cents of, you know, my defense and whatnot. And just like anybody, I asked uh, 30 and Draymond, you know, questions about anything. They've been through almost every situation you can um, in the, in the game. So. You know, we let them lead and we follow. And, uh, you know, if we see anything, we can bring it up to them. And, of course, they're going to let us know if they see anything and, and and fix it out. But, you know, with those type of guys leading you, um, you know, it's, it's, you can go anywhere. So we just follow those guys. And, you know, we just try to do everything we can we can do to help those guys.
2: Yeah, I'll tell you how it happened. I'll t- I tell you exactly how. Draymond, <laughs> Steph, yeah. Andre, they looked yeah. at each other and it was like, Hey, we got one. <laughs> we, 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 found, we found one of us. Hold, hold on, this dude playing like that? Can you imagine Draymond the moment he realized, like, hold on, I got one of those? Oh, he's going to pick oh, up 94? <laughs> oh, oh yeah. what? That, come on, GP, that's got to feel good. These are some Hall Wait, of Famers. Yeah, when
1: you, got, when you you pick up 94 and you got those guys behind you talking and, and directing you, you know, you don't got to look. All you got to do is focus on what you need to focus and those guys behind you have your back, and it's no other better feeling, even you know, to have have your teammate have your back and in talking to you. So you you're,
3: you know, as we're doing this, you guys, the record is ridiculously good. Um, how do you kind of continue to develop? You know, you're you're the minutes are the minutes. They they are what they are. Um, how do you continue to develop? Because you don't want to rock the boat. Obviously, you know that it's, things are going good now but I'm sure you're like, Hey, but I can contribute. I can help. I can do things to help this team win. So again, where's that balance and kind of, if it's, if it's only going to be 12 minutes, let me make it the best 12 minutes I can. But how do you kind of deal with the fact that the minutes may not be as regular as you may want?
1: Um, we're one, to what? One, to 17. We're, we're pretty deep and <laughs> you can put, you can put anybody in with a lot of different lineups and you know, um, our minutes can honestly be, you know, spread out evenly. You know, besides, yeah. uh, you know, the the starting five or you know the guys who play the heavy minutes, would you whoever comes in, you know, do what you do for that short stance or whatever, you know, just make a difference, get stops and run out. And uh, we have so many different guys that everybody can do a lot of different things, spread the floor. So with a team like this, uh, it's kind of hard to game plan. And you know, when you get in, you get your minutes. You know, uh, give energy, and effort, and uh, you know, that's what it is. And and, and we move on.
2: You guys got a lot of hunger on the on the <laughs> bench. You got like Juan Toscano-Anderson who fought from the Mexican League. You got <laughs> Damian Lee from the the G League. You know, you got a lot of dudes at the end of the bench who were like had to fight for everything. How much do you love that? How much do you feel that personality on the bench?
1: No, nah, yeah, it, it's felt on the bench yeah. Like you said, uh, we got Cheese Juan, um, D. Leave all from the G. Uh, and, and we've still got, you know, things to prove in this league, you know. Um, you know, just trying to make a find a home out here in the league and continue to grind and continue to, you know, help teams, uh, help our team win basketball games. But coming off the bench like that, you know we're hungry. You know we're going to get after it defensively. And, you know, we got help on the offensive side, you know, if, if we really need to get it done. Low-key funniest guy on the squad? Uh, Andre Iguodala. Really? Easy. It's it's not like he's not even low, a, huh?
2: He's hilarious. No, it's
1: not. He's hilarious. He's okay. A, he's, a, he's a big kid, like the biggest kid. But he's serious. Like, it, you know when Drake's serious, but it don't matter what type of moment it is. Like, he would do something. It was just, he's hilarious, funny. I big would guy. not have, that would not have been my pick. <laughs> but, but, hey, but he is our leader, though. He's our leader.
2: But, hey, he's a funny guy, funny guy. Has Draymond yelled at you yet? And what was that like for the first Absolutely. time?
1: Absolutely. Um, what was it? It was something on the defensive end. I want to say a couple games ago we, um he told me to read and I didn't, and I didn't, I didn't read, but I knew I should have. And as soon as, as soon as the, the play was over, he just looked at me. I looked at him. He, I already knew his face was just like, he was frustrated, but he didn't want to, he didn't want to <laughs> yell at me, but he was just frustrated, but I knew it. I was just like, my fault. I was like, we had a couple of those, but. It is what it is. I don't take it as nothing else. But you know, he just wanted me to be great and you know, and continue to help this team and and do the little things. And on defense, I, I I realize that I shouldn't be messing up on little little details. And I tell him to make sure he stay on me. And you know, when when I'm lacking or whatever, just to you know, pick up the energy. Whatever he got to do to pick up the energy, and I'm respond.
3: Do you think that learning how to accept? And I think it's coaching. You know. Um, cause a lot of younger guys sometimes have trouble distinguishing coaching from criticism. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you think being, you know, in that environment from a young age prepared you well for being able to handle stuff like that?
1: Oh,
2: absolutely. Gary Payton
1: is my father. And if I can handle anything that when I grew up and <laughs> right. you know, how he used to talk and whatnot, um, right. Anybody else on this world is not a problem. I can take it. I can. Yes, I, I understand. And just with certain guys like Draymond, you know, he uh, he's very passionate about the game, and uh, he wants you to, you know, he wants you to be great, and he wants the team to be great. So he's very passionate, and he's gonna let you know you know, that you messed up. And then it's just like like thirty, he'll tell you in a different way. You, you know, you just gotta you just gotta learn how to take it from uh, different teammates. But uh, I understand that, and um, it's fine. Like I'm I'm pretty coachable, I think. With Steph, does it come with like harmony
2: music? Like, <laughs> is it, like a choir in the background. Yeah, right,
1: right. With some with some strings and harps in right, the background. No, it's real it's real it's real it's real low pro and I hear this tell you like yo, know, maybe just whatever. But it's real soft and low and you know, he, he really he, he connects with you.
2: You gotta love Steph, right? He's such a different dude. Like he's his nah, he, own he, dude, man. He, he's he's great, gonna be great.
1: Great human being. Great human being.
2: I'm I'm curious your thoughts about – I mean, obviously, Steph is incredible. And you're guarding, like, top-level guys from hard and, like, all that. I'm curious your thoughts about Jordan Poole because I have this really high view of Jordan Poole, and people have told me, like, yo, slow down. But I feel like Jordan Poole <laughs> is an all-star waiting to happen, right? What do you think of him as ha- having guarded him? Yes. I
1: guess? yes, Jordan Poole is probably one of the top runners for the most improved – sure, this, this year, um, he's playing for, phenomenal for us. Uh, right now, uh, he's he's doing what he's doing. You know, he's in the gym night and day, uh, working on his crafts, working on his game, and, and his shows. And uh, I definitely think in the next few years, Jordan Poole will definitely be an all-star for sure.
2: So tell me to stop. Don't leave me alone, DA, when I'm hyping Jordan Poole.
3: <laughs> no, I'll, I'll, no, I'll, Jordan's nice now. I mean, Jordan's nice. Jordan's Nice. Jordan's nice. <laughs> nice. No, you don't just drop 30 in this league like it's nothing. Like, no, no, you got to have some skills to do that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Do you ever compare notes with guys like Jalen Brunson and other guys who are sons of former NBA players? Just about the life, dealing with celebrity, dealing with parent like Cole Anthony and people like that 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 have had – dads that play, not just play in the league, but play well in the league and play for a long time in the league. Do you ever compare notes with guys like that?
1: No, um, I'm sure, you know, everybody, you know, was, you know, grown up and raised differently, but I, I understand that we're probably, you know, grew up the same way, go through the same problems, went through the same problems. Um, you know, it's just, it is what it is. You know, we guys find ways, um, you know, just separate themselves from their fathers or whoever it may be. And uh, you know, make a name for yourself. And you know, a lot of us, you know, are doing that. Because you can bullshit
3: like ninety nine percent of the world. You know what I mean? Like about about your game, about how you're playing, and most, and then we'll all believe it. But you mm-hmm. can't bullshit your dad.
0: You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, at all, right? <laughs> okay, but
1: yeah, it, you know, we we find ways. You know, I'm sure every I'm sure everyone uses their father, you know, for resources at some point in time. And I'm sure it wasn't the easy you know growing up with them or whatnot. But uh, you know, guys just figure find ways.
2: Do you uh you find yourself, you know, you're 28 now, you you know, you head to the to the stage of match full maturation, right? As a as a mm-hmm. man. Uh do you find yourself appreciating all of it? Like as you get older, looking back, the struggles, the difficulties of being an NBA son and all that, do you fi- feel like that part of your story, you you like it more looking back on it.
1: Um, yeah, it's a, it's an it's an interesting journey, you know. Um, I I probably think more if I would have I would have just called it quits and you know called it quits and, and see what would happen. Um, I just don't know what would I be doing right now. But uh, just the simple fact is, you know, I stuck with it. Uh, had a hell of a support system um, through through the years of friends, family, old teammates, whatnot um and it's it's just it's really crazy uh the amount of love and support I get now from from everywhere um it's ridiculous, and I just try to return it you know by 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 playing the way I do and uh when I can physically i try to just give it back well. <clears throat> You should have been the starting two here in Washington. That's all I'm saying. You could have played Brad
3: at the three. It would have been nice. You guard, you guard the you guard the wing. Brad takes a break. Yeah,
2: <laughs> we I, had I it all planned
3: it. out, Gary. As what
1: I'm here for As what I'm here. We had hey, it all know, planned out. They nah, didn't listen. Nah, to us.
2: buddy. You had to come home. You
1: had to come home. Yeah, we, we had a good run. We had a good run the first like ten games. Yeah, but we had, well, we had a matchup against Trey Kyrie. Uh, Zach, uh, Jason, Tatum, Boston, Ooh. we were great. Hey, Miami, we were playing You were,
3: hold, you weren't just holding your own. That's what I'm saying. It's not like it was like always oh, hanging on by a thread. It was like, oh, no, yeah, this no dude is balling job. out here. You know,
0: like
1: I can hold my own. I, yeah. just, I tell you, that's it. It just took, it just took five, six years. So right. be it. I can, hey, but I can hold my own. And look, <laughs>
2: and, and you ended up in the Bay. Like, right. come on, Man, like, I can't, is, I can't hate.
3: I, I can't God, hate so where you belong. I can't hate.
2: (laughs) It's where you. It's where you belong.
3: It's the bay.
1: It's
2: the bay. I'm not mad. One last question for you. Hold on. One last question. You um. You're 30 percent shooter from three for your career, but somehow with the Warriors. Like I'm I mean, just it saying, it is this it's real? That, what? It's that
1: Steph effect. It's that thirty effect,
3: right? Thirty dude, effect. dude shoots forty percent from three now with the
1: Warriors. Right. Like that just happens when you go out there. They age. they say shoot them. They say if you don't shoot them, it hurt the team. So I got
3: to shoot. Them. Man, but you shoot. I would imagine on that team when some when that team when Steve Kerr and Steph Curry say shoot the damn ball. <laughs> You're yeah. like – you feel like Superman, right? <laughs> you better shoot <fit> it. <laughs> no, but, but
2: <laughs> it, it has often worked the other way, though. Sometimes people see Steph and Clayton are like, I shouldn't be shooting it. I watch, like, legit NBA shooters be shook. Like, hold on, should I shoot it? Maybe Steph is over there and they don't right, want right. to shoot it. So <laughs> you kind of got to be
1: a bit of a gangster a little bit. <laughs> and especially, especially if 30 comes set the screen for you, he is blessing you. You're going to be open. Shoot the ball. Right.
3: I'm, there's open and then there's warriors open. I've not <laughs> you know what I mean? Absolutely. It's it's a different kind of open. <laughs> it's it's different for sure. It's
1: different. And then we got eleven coming back. Uh oh so it's different. Oh it's
2: you ain't going to know what to do with the, that open lane. You <laughs> ain't step on
1: one side, clay on the other. <laughs> it will to be so Like, really? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Gary, man, look, I know you, you're just getting out of practice, man. appreciate you spending all this time
1: with us today, man. Thank you so the much for joining it. us. I appreciate y'all having these fellas time. It's been an honor, DA. It's oh, been man. an honor. Thank you. Thank
3: you. I really appreciate that. I do. I do. Hey,
1: because, what a story, man.
2: Good job. Way, to, way yeah. to stick with it. You know what I'm saying? Way to yes, persevere. It's I, that's incredible. I loved it. I,
1: I love stories I can't like wait, this. I can't, can't wait to tell my mom I had an interview with DX. Oh my pay. god! That's what, what about, That's what
0: I'm talking about.
3: That's what I'm talking about. Stop!
2: Stop!
3: stop Damn, my, my head's not going to fit through the door if you keep doing
1: this. Oh
3: man, thank you. Thanks again, so much, brother. Appreciate it, appreciate it man. So much. All man, love. man, thank you all for listening. As always, man, leave that five star review on Apple, Spotify. Google Play, wherever you get them podcasts, Marcus, tell the people if they can't leave that five star review what they need to do.
2: They need to keep it to themselves or GP2 is gonna pick their pockets at half court Just and embarrass em them up. in front of their whole family. <laughs> five stars and we of GP2 on you. That's zero, <laughs> baby. <laughs> Young love. You love, love Alright guys. Thanks, bro. Too. Thank you,
3: man. Right. Appreciate it, man. Monday, you can get all the Athletics great writing for just $1 a month for 12 months. Go to theathletic.com forward slash NBA show for midnight on Monday, November 29th, and lock in our very best price of the year just $1 a month for 12 months for new subscribers.
2: Plus.